Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Vanilla Baby. Oh my I'll god. <laughs> I just, it's such a straight side of TikTok that I don't see. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> I love to hate men, but I also like men. It's very, it's hard. And it's, it's unfortunate, very, yeah. Like, <laughs> I might... I have a hard life, you guys. I didn't choose to be attracted to men, and I just am. And I, <laughs> I really like if any if everyone had the choice, things would be much different. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, the other day, what did you say? I don't even remember what I said. Oh, I was talking about. I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, right? And there was one um, speech a book that I listened to. Spicy for those of you that I don't know if we've ever done speech a people. <laughs> I was reading a spicy book. And when I say reading, I was doing an audiobook of this, right? And I told Maddie I was listening to the audiobook and she said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I guess." So, uh, because I work a desk job, I'm like, I'm going to listen to these, you know, just whatever, whatever suits my mood. At least you don't share an office anymore cuz that'd be fun. That would be um anyway, there's a trope for that. So, <laughs> I was reading, listening to this book and it got very spicy. The thing is, it's told from both. It's straight people. And it's told from the man and the woman's point of view. The chapters kind of flip-flop. And the thing is, when the man is reading her parts, like he's doing the feminine voice, it's like, I'm making the kombucha <laughs> face. Like, ooh, Ew, no. But not the good part of it. Right. But when she's reading his part, that's I'm the also making kombucha face. <laughs> face. And someone's like, are you sure you're not? I said, you know, every day I stray further from God's light. I don't know. <laughs> it's this. It's just these are obviously jokes, folks. Yes. Men are I'm, fine, I guess. But <laughs> I am married to one. I decided to have a child with one. So I guess I'm in it for the long haul. I don't know. I just don't care for them personally. Oh, <laughs> men or children. Yes. Well, anyway. What? Oh, no. Uh, children are fine, I guess. Sometimes they're, who knows? But anyway, um, right. So it's almost Christmas. It is. Wow. Yay. Oh, that means you probably heard Christmas music when this started. If Kelsey remembers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose I do have to put that in there, huh? Well, anyway, uh, I just want to say right now, like at this point when you're hearing this, I don't know. If we have gotten to our Patreon episode for the, obviously not the 15th yet, times are wild. Like, mm -hmm. life has been kind of crazy. The holidays always make it hard, but there have been some, like, personal things going on that have hindered the recording as well. But just know, we know that it's late, and the, it's always the thought that counts, right? Yeah. So for So for <laughs> those of you donating, the episode will come. Just know that, like, there's been a lot of personal things happening. We just needed a moment. Mm, yes yes when you're so hope it might be out when you're hearing this we'll see where the chips fall let's find out i don't know why i didn't like that but i didn't like that what chips fall oh i don't, I don't know don't. it's the what's the the movie or the where they're like let the chips fall where they fall may where they may and i know that's a common saying but you know exactly like the man the thing the thing i'm doing with my hands that yes. nobody can see right now is what i'm <laughs> what i mean the motion that yeah you're doing um yeah i don't know so i don't know either okay well anyway uh so this episode i desperate listen 
if we all recall a few years ago, I think I could have spent this whole episode just talking about Tio because I miss him so much. <laughs> I love Tio so much. Other very first Christmas episode back in 2020. Yeah, I was trying to explain to a coworker. They're like, "Who's Tio?" I said, "The pooping log," and she said, "The pooping log." I said, "From Barcelona." Like these, <laughs> yeah. obviously, like keep up. Um, and I like trying to explain Tio to somebody all over again. Just filled me with such joy i was like it's a pooping log like he poops out candy and toys and stuff and i like looking it up i forgot some of the details uh-huh and it's like you um what is it <sighs> you sing a song to him you cover his hind end you don't cover the face side you cover his butt side with a blanket sing to him and hit him with a hit him, hit him with a stick like a uh, shawn of the dead style yeah. and then you go away and you pray about it and you're like i really hope tio pooped out something really cool for us and not what it salted herring wasn't exactly game. <laughs> I don't remember. And then you come back and you lift up the blanket and you see what T.O. pooped out, which is like the um, St. Martin's Tog, like the German thing, basically how they're yeah. like, go to sleep and he'll put the stuff in. The- it's like, kids, now go pray that T.O. gives you nice <laughs> things while they stick stuff under the blanket. What? Uh, I, I mean, T.O. poops it out. That's real. Why you gotta beat him? To- <laughs> I don't know. They hit him. They hit him and sing a song. Oh, my God. So that's T.O. Just a friendly reminder. I it's not spent- too late to start a Christmas tradition, guys. A it's not. Make tradition. sure it's not cultural appropriation. Like, I mean, I know that's it's fair. from another culture, but like, I shoot, I want a T.O. <laughs> But anyway, okay. he has a face and everything. He's really cute. <laughs> Precious angel. All right. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about this episode. Um, we were going through, you know, we've done this. This is our fourth, third, third Ooh, time doing this. 20, 20, 21, 22, 23. It's four? actually number four. This is our fourth time doing this. I don't know. Between 20 and 23, how does that make sense? I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> um and we were going through old times and figuring out what we've done in the past. So I don't think we've covered, we've definitely not covered anything like this for Christmas time. So no, obviously, if you can't tell, we're not on the uh, the estate train right now. We're just doing Christmassy things because keep it kind of lighthearted, half lighthearted. I tried because we did tell you guys our next state. This isn't a surprise. We did tell you the next state was Oregon. And I was trying to find some type of Christmassy haunted story in Oregon and it's really hard to search that kind of stuff because uh, I'm like well that was like my the Thanksgiving cl- endeavor like darn it if I didn't try the closest I could find was like it happened in the winter I'm like okay well <laughs> so yeah instead this week we're going down um kind of a Megan rabbit hole if, if you listen to my Patreon episodes and we are going to discuss Christmas crimes, holiday crimes. Wow, which uh, some of them will be lighthearted. My portion of it should be <laughs> fairly lighthearted. Um, Megan's, on the other hand, I think Is. she's cold reading some scary ones. Not yeah. scary, not scary, but like serious crime ones, you know? Yeah, there's going to be some, um, there is death abound. So, <laughs> Oh, well, well. Uh, so I guess since I have, I do have a handful more than you. Mine are de- like shorter than yours though. So we'll just, yeah. um, we'll see how many we get through, whatever. So this is coming from dgriffinlaw.com. It is 16 of the weirdest and craziest Christmas crimes with a little picture of Santa in a lineup. <laughs> we like that, like, but like a little decoration and he's like, kind of cute. I kind of like it. Uh-huh. Anyway. But giving off like very, um, 
sinister vibes. Yep, he's only about three and three quarter inches tall in this photo. So, oh, let me make sure nothing just de- like got destroyed. And we're fine. Uh, yeah, All yeah, right, no, cr- <laughs> no cries. Um. Anyway, so this first one, pretty simple. Uh, it is a Christmas tree snatching from the Boy Scouts. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah, these buttholes. They are crimes. So okay yeah <laughs> uh it just said two umass students went full-on zoomass i want to clarify by saying hold on <laughs> i was gonna stop it but i don't know now what's happening in there she's throwing oh. a tantrum now it got quiet uh jordan's in the other room usually we don't record with jordan here because she can hear megan and she just like loses her cool um, yeah. but we're seeing how far we can get. Let me tell Maddie if she has to, I'll text her, do your thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so, uh, they, whoever wrote this article, they thought they were funny and they put in some like punny things and what, I don't think they're not funny, but that's okay. Like they okay. try their best. Uh, anyway, two UMass students went on, went full on Zoomass, which by the way, this has like nothing Zoomus? to do with like Christmas, I, but Zoomass. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with a zoo. Oh, so I just maybe I'm missing something. Okay, I'm missing it. Uh, but they tried to get away with stealing a Christmas tree. That it wasn't just a Christmas tree; it was a tree that the Boy Scouts were selling to raise money for local troops. Oh, so, uh, they were apparently put up to this by a dare from a third party, and their charges included larceny and a two hundred and fifty dollar fine. Oh, so what a Grinch! Oh, poop. Uh, and then I'll read the second one. Also, they're all very short, but yeah. Uh, this one, I'm not, I don't want to read one of the sentences they put because they're like, everybody thinks this, right? Huh? No, they, that's stupid. Anyway, uh, this person, they say, you know, when you walk by a cute dog and you think to yourself, I'm reading it anyway, it's so fluffy, I want to steal it. Because that's my first thought when I see dogs. No, I mean, I'm like, I want to pet it. I want to squish it. Steal wanna- <laughs> is not in the top five for me. No. So. Uh, well, there was a guy who had the guts to carry this out, this thing that nobody thinks, and, uh, he broke into a home to do so. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they say they don't know if he saw the puppies first and was like, I'm breaking in and getting them, Uh or he was robbing the place and he's like, ooh, puppies, and he takes the puppies. Well. (laughs) Um, but it says surely he saw the puppies first, then if he saw the puppies first, then we would have to uh wonder just how cute the little things were if it like required him to do a home invasion he's like oh puppies must have just been absolute angels i you know what honestly (laughs) (laughs) maybe now that i've read this story and i'm thinking about it it's not it's not off the like it's not off the list of possibilities i'm starting to think uh maybe people do say that yeah (laughs) uh but those are two little two little titty bits about christmas crimes plenty more to come but megan's gonna bring it down with some uh bad ones yeah sad ones real crimes not that these aren't real crimes yeah so these are um this is coming from crimeinvestigation.uk or.co.uk excuse me and they do have a little forward intro with a lot of christmas wintry holiday like puns Yes. Yuck. Yes. Okay, well. um, like the very last sentence. It, this is 12 crimes that were committed oh on around the holidays. It says, as we bring you our 12 murders of Christmas, listen carefully. That noise you can hear in the background, that's sleigh 
bells. Oh my god. Like the, slay like killing. You know, these are actually <laughs> people who died. So is this really that funny? I know. <laughs> I don't know. So the first one, <laughs> mine are a little bit longer because I mean, I I could give you like two sentence uh crimes, but that's not fun. Yeah. So this one says it's a, a grim gift was left under the Christmas tree. Yeah, and it's funny because some of these titles like I saw in passing, but I skipped them. Uh-huh. So go on. So when 37-year-old Patty White offered down on her luck Michelle O'Dowd a place to stay over the festive period, Michelle was delighted at the Christmas spirit being shown to her. You know, it's the season of giving. I also, I too find myself going out of my way to do things that I wouldn't always do. Yeah, yeah. It really is something about the season. It is, yes. But White had an ulterior motive. White, the one who offered Mm -hmm. O'Dowd the place to stay. One involving stealing all of her new housemate's credit cards Oh. Killing her, oh, and leaving her among tra- a trashed Christmas tree to look like a bungled burglary. Uh, oh well. The scene was discovered by Michelle's twin brother Phil, who went to check in on her after she failed to show up for work, and she was a twin. Oh my goodness! There, amongst a pile of wrapped Christmas presents, he saw his sister's foot. Patty White had beaten and strangled the 67-year-old and left her among the gifts. She would receive a 45-year sentence from a South Carolina judge for her vile crime. So I'm so actually it was the the sister the brother of the woman that was murdered showed up. How yes. did he know that she was there? She must have said she like hey I found a place I'm here. Yeah, this is where I'm staying. Um, that's really sad mm-hmm. to find your dad. And she did it for credit cards? For yeah. Cre- for credit cards, for cash. Michelle's for- the one who went and said, can I stay here? And Patty said, sure. And Patty killed her and stole her crap and said, yeah, you can stay here. That's horrifying. Yeah. Awful. Awful stuff. And that was in South Carolina. Tis the season, mm. I guess. <sighs> All right, you want to hit us with another light? Yeah, I'm here to like uh, ease it up a little bit. Yeah. So how about this? Well, it, this one's funny, but not. I don't think anybody dies. Uh, it oh says, God. "No beer. Be prepared to be stabbed by a ceramic squirrel." Oh, yes. Oh, all right. Uh, some folks like to imbibe the holiday spirit a bit too much. Uh, a woman in where'd you say we just went? South Carolina. In South Carolina. Oh, no. A woman in South Carolina stabbed a man on Christmas for coming home without beer. I don't mean to do the stereotype thing, but the woman stabbed the man for yes. not having beer. All right. Right. And they said, General yes, you read that two. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when officers confronted her, she tried to say he slipped and fell, but couldn't explain her bloody hands and clothes. Uh, uh, she was car- charged with criminal domestic violence. Side note, somewhere in South Carolina, there could be a bloody ceramic squirrel sitting inside an evidence bag. What a sight. But it was... <laughs> so I read this somewhere. This came up all the way. If you look up like weird Christmas crimes, this always popped up. And it was... um. He went out to the store to buy it. She sent him to go buy things. It was Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. And he came back empty-handed because everything was closed because it was Christmas Eve. Right. And she was so mad that he didn't bring beer home that she attacked him and stabbed him with the closest object she could find, which was a ceramic squirrel. Oh, neat. That sounds like, listen, abuse goes both ways. Yeah. That, someone doesn't just snap like that. Like, that, unfortunately, sounds like there's some... 
uh, abuse happening in the home on the rigs, whether it be verbal, physical, whatever. Or if she already wasn't like in her right mind, if she was on like some sort of drug or medication or. Yeah, it's unfortunate, though. Um, but go, go go on with yours. Okay. This next one says, Couple stab man in face, bash in his skull, and set light to him on Christmas Day in a this Kill is, Bill plot. This is such a happy podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, I realize mine's like really dark. I don't know. I know. It's okay. This is actually coming out of Victoria, Australia. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, I mean, actually, I'm surprised the first one was South Carolina since this is a UK yeah, website. But right. Victoria, Australia, Christmas Day. <laughs> My child. <laughs> it's Christmas Day 2013. But instead of spending the day with his loved ones, William, or Bill Stevenson, pays the ultimate price for keeping poor company as his friends. Meth addicts Daniel Kerr, or Danielle Kerr and Darren Lewis kill him in one of the most violent ways conceivable. Oh my God. Lordy. Their motives were not entirely clear, and the pair drove Stevenson out to Bushland and began beating him about the head with a large rock. God. <laughs> Kerr. They said the motives were unclear? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're not real sure. I mean, they were on meth. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kerr then stabbed the man to death while cackling about their kill Bill plans. The couple then set the car on fire and casually walked home. Thankfully, they would both be arrested, charged, and convicted soon afterwards. My God. Just and die like for no dang reason. It's somehow worse that it's his friends. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly his friends, but... Well, and I say for no, there's no good reason to be killed, TBH. I mean, I don't know. Right, we right. Can, we could split hairs there, but I don't know what he did that they were so upset. But uh, Probably nothing. Poor Bill. Probably nothing. God dang. Okay, well, let's talk about someone <laughs> getting stuck inside of a chimney naked. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Let's do that. Uh, I don't think this says where it is, but let's just say Florida because it'll make me feel good. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Florida gets so much crap. But listen, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. Stop being Florida man. And then Florida uh-huh. man wouldn't exist. Uh, anyway, a man nicknamed the Santa Claus burglar was stuck in a chimney for six hours uh, while trying to escape the scene. Good. It's like yucky. Uh, Seattle fight. Oh, Seattle. Okay, sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> Seattle firefighters pulled the naked, yes, naked, for unclear reasons, man from the chimney after a neighbor reported someone screaming for help. Uh, the man claimed his friend, who presumably was also on the roof with him, tossed his backpack into the chimney and he was trying to retrieve it. Apparently, his clothes also burned up somewhere along the way. <laughs> he was charged with residential burglary and a seven, 17-month jail sentence. So, I mean, that sucks if he was really a burglar, like, don't do that. But also, being stuck naked in a brick. I'm imagining just the jagged brick. Naked. Naked. (laughs) Naked. I can't. (laughs) I don't like getting, like, just a scrape on the knee, let alone, like, God knows where else. Unspeakable places. Yeah. So... God, this next story is not good. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, 
The thing is, the first thing I think of, first of all, with your story being stuck in the chimney for several hours, makes me just immediately think of Gremlins. There's like this really random story in the middle of Gremlins. I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Gremlins. I know. I will say I know I've seen it, but it has been a very long time. But the girl, the love interest, there's a point where she talks about. There's a love interest. I thought Gremlins was like. A scary movie. Yes. Yeah. So she talks about why she hates Christmas so much. And she's like. One Christmas, my dad played Santa. I will shorten this. One Christmas, my dad played Santa. He went down the chimney. He got stuck, and we didn't know where he went. And he died in there. And we found him the next day on Christmas morning. Oh. <laughs> She's like, and that's why I hate Christmas so much, okay? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Did they, like, start a fire? No. Oh, because no. that would, oh, God. <gasps> yeah. yeah, I don't remember the whole story. But, yeah, that's, like, it's just randomly Which, thrown in there. I not can't... to be a butthole, but, like, you wouldn't, uh, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? Dehydrate. You wouldn't like die from lack of food or water in a night. Uh-huh. Maybe it was just oh, super they may cold. have started the fire. Maybe then, it was uh, really cold and too. he had hypothermia. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Anyway, none of it's real. Merry Christmas. All right. So this one, the t- the tag on it is marvelous. I don't. It's spelled weird. Marvelous teen gang indulge in sickening festive killing spree. Oh, good. Like the purge. Maybe it's named after like a town in the UK, like wherever this is. Maybe I'm I making was things up. Scanning, but uh, oh, because one of the guys' names is marvelous. His first name. We'll get there. There mm-hmm. were four of them, and they called themselves the Downtown Posse or the Broken Glass Kids. We'll cut you. Uh, that is Bob's Burgers. Okay. But they actually gave themselves a name, the Downtown Posse. Come on, kids. I feel like. That's weird. I don't know. But to the police courts, they were simply Laura Taylor, 16, Demarcus Smith, 17, Heather Matthews, 20, and Marvelous Keene, 19. Between Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, 1992, the gang went on a murder spree in Dayton, Ohio that would see five innocent people die and four seriously injured. Drugs. Murdered for not liking drugs. A gift enough. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like, they, they gift these people gifts, and they were like, it's an avocado, thanks. And Again, then they're like, are, I guess you gotta die. <laughs> these are very short stories, so I don't have much, but it says it was led by Marvelous Keen. The gang's primary motive was robbery, but things soon got out of hand as Marvelous grew paranoid about snitches and effectively turned the holiday season into a hunting season. For his central role in the Christmas killings, Keene would go on to become the 10,000th American co- convict to be executed since the death penalty was reinstated back in 1976. Jesus. While his cohorts would receive life sentences. Sorry, I'm sorry. 10,000 killed since it was like reinstituted to be in the executed 70s. since the death penalty was reinstated back in 1976 and that was 1992 so 26 years they executed 10,000 people across america yes i think unless they're that... saying just in the my, the way it's no one says is, since it was reinstated. So yeah, in twenty six years he was number ten thousand. It sound it just seems like when executions happen that it's so such a big deal. Uh huh. Ten thousand seems like an awful lot in twenty six. I mean, in twenty six years, that's a yeah, that's a bit. I don't know, brother. Anyway, well, 
Let's uh, lighten it up with cocaine-filled Santa dolls. Oh, yay! yay. Uh, it's safe to say that people associate snow with Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there is something special about the bright and soft white powder being a part of it. Someone had fun writing this oh, stupid thing. Oh, my God. Uh, in this case, Santa brought snow all right, but the snow... <laughs> Was actually cocaine, if you didn't figure that out by now. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, police in Rio de Janeiro found Santa dolls filled with cocaine and ornaments filled with marijuana. Hey, there you go. There it is. Uh, and then since that was so short, I've also got this one's called Going Bananas for Snakes. Uh, okay, right? There's holiday in there somewhere. <laughs> Surely. So this man from the greater New Orleans area stole three snakes in a cash register from a local pet store. Okay. Uh, he claimed the snakes were a Christmas present for his son. They were a ball python and two boas. Oh, uh, In addition to the cash, reg- cash register uh, that the owner noticed was missing when they opened for business the next day, he was charged with simple burglary. Oh, my God. Just, I... People do these things. People do these things, and you wonder why. You wake up one morning, and you say to yourself, this is what I'm doing with my day. I guess. I don't know. It just seems something. I don't know. What comes across your mind that you're like, time to steal some snakes? Just, maybe I am too good of a person, but I just don't feel like committing crimes today. I don't know. I'm, like, so tired all the time. I just just don't have the time, the energy, my gosh, the planning. Jeez Louise. No. All right, my next headline is search for missing Bristol woman turns to hunt for her killer. Uh, (laughs) That was a drive-by. Joanna Yates, I think. Yates. Yates. Disappearance a week before Christmas in 2010 made local news in Bristol almost immediately. Soon, the search and appeal broadened, and her whereabouts were of national interest. On Christmas Day, her body was found in the snow three miles from her home. Yikes. The case achieved notoriety for the media's handling of the first suspect, Joanna's eccentric landlord, Christopher Jeffries. Nobody likes a crazy landlord. No. Hounded and effectively labeled the murderer without proof. UK tabloids The Mirror and The Sun were later found guilty of contempt of court for their poor coverage. Jeffries was later vindicated when Mrs. Miss Yeats' Dutch neighbor, Vincent Tabak, was arrested and charged with her murder. So they just, they published and said, yeah, it was totally Jeffries. And they're like, get him. And, oh. Yeah, and they it, just were like, all right. Yeah, the two tabloids were found guilty for, like, quote-unquote hanging an innocent man my god yeah we talked about this in the episode that or was that my patreon episode about people going too far with their um accusations um because i talked about it's like a conspiracy of like creating these conspiracies of like who done it and you're like pointing pointing at random people and ruining people's lives because you get so obsessed with being like the uh what is it called the sofa detective. Yeah. Whatever. Sort of relevant, but not. Okay, well, Santa Con turns into a Santa Con. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're so funny. Uh, you either love or hate the drunken tradition of Santa Con, where a bunch of drunken Santas troll the streets of numerous cities in a massive pub crawl. I am happy to report that I don't think that happens here in Terre Haute. 
yet. It may yet happen in Santa Claus, Indiana, though. I am certain it does. <laughs> I don't think Santa Claus, Indiana is the only Santa Claus city. I feel like there's it's not. We covered this before. That's true. That's true. Oh no, Kelsey! Yay! I'm day. having a energy drink because I have things to do today. And I have no energy to do them. Anyway, <laughs> during the drunken revelry, one Santa decided to con and, huh, uh, the bank and make off with an undisclosed amount of cash. I feel like I have, when I was reading this, I feel like I remember. I've heard this Like I've before. either heard it or I know when it happened. Or like heard it when it happened. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he then disappeared into the crowd of people dressed exactly like everyone else right uh local businesses should actually take that in fact into account because it is an advantage would-be thieves during these types of events can exploit yeah. everybody look who did what did he look like he's wearing a santa suit um i imagine the best way to spot this guy is to look for the santa buying the whole crowd a sant crowd of santas a shot <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah that is i either definitely remember when that happened in real time or have heard of it or maybe it's something that's like a, like they said, it, people exploit that. Yeah. You can commit a crime and then just get lost in the crowd of other Santa Clauses. Right. Peace out. Anyway. Okay. So my next one, I'm, I'm actually going to skip. I'm going to do another one because it's Jean Benet Ramsey. Oh. She was killed between Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Unless you that's want me to tr- cover it. No, I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. I just feel like it's so overdone. We, we uh, know this one. Have we talked about it a little bit? Mm. I don't think so. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, for goodness sake. Just cover it. it. Just, it's we, fine. Everybody knows Jean Benet Ramsey. I think, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, what I wanted to cover was something in my episode of Conspiracies uh, about Patreon her. about her still being alive and well and touring and living in Florida as Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a uh, fun one. <laughs> I don't know if fun's the right word. <laughs> I know. I Maybe I'll cover it one day. We'll see. Oh, man. Okay, so JonBenet Ramsey's Christmas Day slash Boxing Day 1996 murder. And they say that because police never could actually officially ascertain a precise date. And it caused an enormous storm across America and the wider world. 22 years on and the six-year-old's callous killer or killers have still not been identified. True crime buffs the world over have studied and obsessed over this case of the young girl killed apparently during a botched kidnapping countless documentaries movies books articles point fingers but the mystery's never been solved i know it's never been solved but to me as an amateur and just i don't know how to explain it like if you know all of the details of the case if you don't you should look into it because it's wild maybe Um, i'll cover it i don't know on my page isn't it from denver I think it's Denver, Colorado. Ooh. But anyway. Oh, yes. A um, boulder. Boulder. Okay, I knew it was a big one. But just everything points to it should be the family. And then what makes me mad is like, if even if that's true, they clearly have not pinned it on them yet. But like everything points to the whole family kind of being in on it. Like the, yeah, the thought well, is that the brother did it and the parents, especially the mother, are covering for him. But this is where you get innocent lives, potentially innocent lives you know, ruined by making these accusations, but the evidence doesn't well, lie. That was my next, uh, 
segment on it is many people accuse Jean Monnet's parents. Some no, I didn't to, realize you weren't done. No. Some look to the older brother. Accusations of a stalker are rife and local child molesters have somewhat understandably been treated with suspicion. In fact, few people in Boulder, Colorado have evaded suspicion. Like almost everyone in that freaking town has been pointed at at some point. Yeah, because there was some, the family's a little well-to-do and she was yes. in the pageantry world and just lots of things. Oh, she was a beauty queen, please believe. A child beauty queen. I feel like it's weird that that's, yeah, she was also a child. Yeah. So Uh, perhaps the eeriest suspect, though, is Bill McReynolds, a local man hired by the Ramses to play Santa Claus at a large party held at the rich family's house that year. McReynolds died in 2002 swearing innocence. And that one I've not heard of. So, I feel like it's crossed my radar. It's a case that will perhaps never be solved. I don't want that to be true, but anyway. How depressing. All right, let's mm-hmm. lift our spirits, shall we? Yeah, by faking a heart attack to steal toys. I've done less for more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I've done more, more for, for less. less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, here's the situation. Two men and a Walmart. Man one fakes a heart attack in front of the security guards to create a diversion. Mm. Uh, that was a drink, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I had coffee in my mouth, sorry. Uh, man two uses this diversion to make out the front door with $369 worth of toys. It doesn't say what toy in this, but I do remember it is a Barbie, uh, like... One of the new... One year. of those little oh, cars, car? like an electric car and dream house. Oh, I was going to say a Tickle Me Elmo, but... no. Uh, once man two leaves, man one suddenly feels okay and leaves in the same car with man two. I wonder if they actually thought people would buy this because they did get caught. <laughs> oh, like. God. Well, yeah. And then another little short one, a little uh, lighthearted, if you will, huh, is a giant marijuana Christmas tree. Oh, excellent. Uh, a woman boasted to her neighbors that she had the best Christmas tree in the world. Uh, that Christmas tree was actually a giant marijuana plant. <laughs> Excellent. Police in Chile found 21 cannabis plants, 29 bags of other drugs, and two shotguns in the woman's house. Ma'am. <laughs> uh, apparently, the authorities had been investigating her for a month, but didn't ex- actually expect to find a marijuana plant being used as a Christmas tree. <laughs> so she just couldn't keep her mouth shut. She's like, I got the best Christmas tree. And wink, wink. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Well... <laughs> <sighs> and there's just no way to lead into mine. They're not good. Okay. Okay. Uh, Edinburgh woman stabs neighbor 29 times over Christmas present dispute. My God. Just, just read it. Murder for not liking a gift enough? Well, that was the excuse that 37-year-old Melissa Young gave police when she was arrested for the brutal killing of her next-door neighbor, Alan Williamson, on Christmas Day, 2013. I just feel like, sure, she's like, surely they'll understand when I say he was just too ungrateful. Now, let's try not to jump here. Okay. Young later claimed diminished responsibility and that mental health issues were behind the sustained attack. At Which the, makes, that makes sense because it seems like such an such a weird thing to kill for. But it comes out later. So they said at the time, though, is that really the case? 
Her motive was given as rage due to Williamson dismissively rejecting her Christmas present of a pair of unisex trainers and a copy of the Sun newspaper's slightly raunchy 2014 calendar. That was the present. (laughs) She was trying to give a present and he said, no, thank you. No. Young pleaded guilty to culpable homicide in 2014 and was sentenced to a minimum of 20-year sentence. Since being jailed at the women's prison HMP Corton Vale in Sterling, she has seriously assaulted two female prison officers. My God. She they have to like dive she does into have her. some problems, yeah. I think I'm going to dive into that one. All but, right. uh, yeah, go, go on. All right, well, speaking of uh, petty people and responses to petty situations Mm -hmm. they call this one park wars a new spot because we like to star wars jokes anyway the parking lot is arguably the most vicious place within the proximity of shopping centers across the world before christmas no that's fair that dude got shot in the kroger parking lot like a year or two ago yeah in the south park uh south kroger yikes i go to that kroger yeah i know well i mean I go to most of them, but that one mostly. (laughs) Uh, No, it's just funny because you can tell whoever wrote this article, them writing this one, they have some serious like personal experience with the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, They said, you know, the feeling you get when that precious space close to the door opens up after 10 minutes of driving around in circles, your heart rate increases, you start sweating, you go into immediate stalk and defend mode as you try to dirty look and honk at that person trying to steal your spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of this is true. Well, police in Connecticut charged three women with breach of peace after a brawl broke out in the parking lot. Uh, The first move that caused this whole brawl was an orange peel was launched at one car from another. (laughs) And apparently maybe a bystander was like, I won't stand for this. Also (laughs) jumped because three people fought over it. So (laughs) maybe it was a passenger in the car. That's true. I guess it just says three women. But I imagine someone like in the aisle over going, Hey, and like getting out and they're like, I'm going to stop this. And they'd all just start beating the crap out of each other. Three women beat uh-huh. each other up for a parking spot because someone threw an orange. Because the car was pulling in the spot. So they threw an orange peel at them. They're like, get out of here. That'll scare them. Go on, get. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She like Mario carded her instead right? of a banana peel. It was an orange peel. <laughs> like I just like throwing a grenade. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. I'm choking. All right, well, this one, none of them are good. I say that every time. A Christmas Mm -hmm. rampage. Yay! December 28th, 1987, so a couple days after our Christmas. Ronald Gene Simmons walked into a law firm in Russellville, Arkansas, and shot dead a receptionist who he was infatuated with, but who had spurned his advances. And you know what? Women are just too emotional. We're so sensitive. Yeah. Then he went into the office of an oil company and shot two executives, killing one and injuring the other. He then drove to a convenience store and former place of work and shot two more people who would both survive. Finally, he would do the same and at he would do the same at the Woodline Motor Freight Company, shooting and wounding a woman. He then sat down and waited for police to arrest him. I guarantee. Is there any more? Yes. Go on. The spree killing rocked the state, but the murders were merely a bookend to Sim- Simon's, Simmons, sorry, Simmons' evil festive period. Six days previously, he had shot and strangled his wife, 
two sons and four daughters. It doesn't end there. I'm just staring. I lost track of the body count. Simmons then sat in the house among the bodies for four days, leaving only to visit a local bar. (laughs) On Boxing Day, nine more relatives turned up to visit the Simmons family, including Ronald Simmons' grandchildren. All were killed. In total, 16 people lost their lives that Christmas, that week. On the 25th of June, 1990, then-Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton signed Simmons' execution warrant, and he was killed by lethal injection. Good. When I I don't feel how you will about Uh the death penalty, but there are some people... Who just need to die. That's... And that is one of them. I'm sorry, but if it was mental health issues, whatever, that man is a menace and a danger to society and he will never be fixed. Because I guarantee what I was going to say before all of that is it all stemmed from being scorned and turned down. Not scorned, turned down. Mm-hmm. By a woman who did not care for his advances. Yeah. And so that to me, like, it sounds like to me he did that and he was, was married with kids. Exactly. And he's like he pursuing got, a woman and he got turned down by this woman and in his rage of being denied another woman, he goes and kills his wife and kids. I could see all this happening just because this um, woman said no. His grandchildren, other family members, former random passer by just anybody in a blind rage because a woman told you no. And every single time I hear stories like this, it just I just it runs through my head. All the men in history who have ever said women are just too sensitive to be like in positions of power or to be in charge of anything or whatever. Like women, women are just, you're just hysterical. You're just calm down. Stop. Don't be so crazy. Uh, And then a man gets rejected by a woman and let's go shoot up a school. Let's go kill our entire family. Let's, you know, bomb a place because if I can't have her, no one will. Like, are you kidding me? This is, let's full circle. I don't care for men. I don't care for men. <laughs> yeah, that one is also super intense. Also may want to dive into that one. That's a lot. And I'm, I say this with a genuine heart. I am glad he's dead. Yeah, I... just I'm just being honest. I'm going to sleep easy tonight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a DUI while driving a Christmas float. Let's lift, <laughs> let's lift our uh, spirits with this float. Story. (laughs) These are terrible. Anyway, (laughs) a man was charged with DUI and 18 counts of kidnapping and assaulting an officer after he was arrested during a South Carolina Christmas parade. (laughs) South Carolina is wild. He was driving a float full of children and adults from a local dance studio while drunk. I realized when you had 18 counts of kidnapping, I said, holy crap. But I'm like, oh, I bet they're on the float. Yeah, they they were on the float. (laughs) Uh, At one point during the parade, he pulled out to pass the truck in front of him and sped down Main Street for three miles, running a red light in the process. Here's the most crazy thing about this entire story. You're telling me this man drove down Main Street for three (laughs) miles and only hit one red light? Oh, yeah. Like, that's... Come on now. That's the real... Not in this The real crime in this town is how many red lights you have to hit. You... You, everybody knows you go down Ohio 
because they're all timed just so, but that's if you go the speed limit. And it's a one-way street, so you know you're going to hit it. Every, yeah. Yes, it's great. Uh, There's no the, one turning, cutting you off. Yeah, the, re- the real hard-to-believe thing on that is how little red lights he ran in three miles. <laughs> that's, that's what my takeaway was. I got railroaded not once, twice, <laughs> but three times coming here. Oh, I'm telling I because I got almost all the way home and then you said, go ahead and come over. And I turned around, came back and got railroaded at, at the, the same, same track. As, well, I got railroaded, he, you know, this track and then the one by my house and then this track there, again. I was going to say, is there 13th? This track? Well, not this track. I'm sorry. 13th, 13th by Maple? my house. Yeah. Go figure. And then it, it dude, just ever. <laughs> that one is never ending. <sighs> anyway. Okay. My kid. Okay. I think she's so, doing all right. We're going to make it. Uh, how are we doing on time, I guess? Not too bad. Not too bad. Keep oh, going. Okay. Okay. We're almost done, my child. All right. So this one happens in North Carolina. North Carolina's <laughs> get it together, bro. The first, and it says the first and last family photograph the Lawsons would ever have taken. Why do you have to lead into it like that? I'm That's sad. sorry. They wrote it. North Carolina tobacco farmer Charles Davis Lawson made his wife Fanny and their seven children put on their Sunday best for Christmas Day morning, 1929, for they were to go into town and have a professional family photograph taken, Mm -hmm. a rare treat for such a poor family. Later that day, after settling back home, Charles would set about methodically beating and shooting his wife along with six of the seven children until they were dead why sorry so he's like mad he's like everyone get dressed we're gonna go get family photos taken and then what he's mad about how the photos went they don't know okay the child that was spared was lawson's eldest 16 year old arthur who charles had sent on a needless errand before his vicious massacre Charles, so he did it to spare that child. Charles Lawson's motive was never determined. Uh, insanity. Yep. Got them dressed up, took them to photo shoot, and then took them home and beat them all to death. That is horrifying. This is so sc- That was what 1929. Oh, uh... There's something. Oh, that's there's something else that happened in 1929, Christmas-wise. I don't know if you'll come across it, but... Uh-huh. Um... I think it was 1920s. 27, that's what it was. Um, but that's horrifying. I hate Crazy. that. Crazy. Um, well, this is kind of like the one that you told before when someone was ungrateful for their gift. Okay. Uh, when you just didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. I have to, not again. Don't, are they going to pull Kyle and maybe just start tearing up the house? <laughs> uh, Sorry, Daddy well, Kyle. Well, I mean, this is a Kyle move. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Uh, A couple was given a no contact order after assaulting each other over an an unappreciated Christmas gift in New Hampshire. Okay. Oh, New Hampshire. Uh, The boyfriend complained about getting a Wii system instead of the remote control plane that he asked for. Uh, Sir. Yeah, the girlfriend got him. He wanted a remote control plane and she's like, I got you a Wii. Like, which at the time... Gold. Oh, yeah. Um, Wee bowling can't be beat. <laughs> you know what I... Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, the whole, like, spin in a circle <laughs> thing, but I can't because I have no room. But anyway, uh, so when he got this, 
uh, when his girlfriend decided to leave because he was acting a fool because he's like where's my where's my plane that i asked for he grabbed her by the hair and pulled her back in and she turned around and just beat the crap out of him oh good god um so they had they both yeah they both got like what did it say no contact orders and they got like just put in jail for the night or something like that oh boy it's just quiet again (laughs) this is just a great episode this is so good (laughs) all right well we'll we'll wrap it up here in a minute i just got a couple more this one is oh for god's sakes a murder so sick and twisted it would even disgust how it would disgust even halloween oh (sighs) great oh no okay (laughs) sorry i told you i'm cold reading these yeah christy Bamu, I think, was just 15 when he was tortured and drowned in a bathtub by his own sister, Magali, and her twisted boyfriend, Eric Bikubi. It was Christmas Day 2010 when the couple finally killed poor Christy after a sustained and brutal four-day torture session at their flat in Newham, London. Where are the parents? Well, no, it sounds like they're old enough. He's 15. The sister's older, so probably living alone. And he may be living with them. When his body was found, more than 130 separate injuries were counted. The 20-something Congolese couple excuse for this? Mm Mm-hmm. They believed Magalie's younger brother was a witch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Eric was ordered... I'm laughing because I'm so mad. Yeah. Like... Eric was ordered to serve at least 30 years in prisons while Magalie received a minimum of 25 years for the unimaginable, unimaginable horrific killing. That is not enough. (sighs) Not enough. Well, this is also in London. We don't know their laws, what their minimums are. I mean, I'm sure. I think torturing them- someone for multiple days with over a hundred plus injuries and ultimately killing them uh-huh. is enough for more than twenty five years. How about a year for every injury? How about that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go that route. No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying we don't know their laws, and I mean, heck, every state has their laws. I so. guess I'm getting chills. I'm so angry. <sighs> also, we have to turn the air off when we do. We have to turn the heat off when we do this because my house is old, uh-huh. and I'm like getting chilly. What in the world? We're working on, you know, we're working on a space. We may true, true. In I the gotta, new year, we may be. I was gonna say after the holidays. A I don't little have time better. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Uh. Okay. Well, attack of the Santa. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, a man dressed as a, okay, so this one is actually kind of sad. And this if I'll have to see if I remember the details because for some reason this leaves out like a lot of details. Um a man dressed as a Santa attacked a 74-year-old woman with a 2 by 4 at a mall in Atlanta. So it says there didn't seem to be a motive, and he also threatened other bystanders with this plank in case they tried to intervene, Ooh, which no. is like kind of scary. I, Not kind of. It is scary. Depending on your fight or flight and like, you know how moms can lift cars off their children and things like that. I don't know. It's one of those, I'll take a two by four to save a lady. Right. You know? A 74-year-old woman, like she's going to uh, just, there were people that were witnessing this happen. And like couldn't that, stop and it. couldn't stop her. That is literally that is the definition of like my biggest fear is yeah. being helpless. And we just watched a movie that was kind of like that. E. Uh, Evil Dead. Oh, I'll come back to that. We watched Evil Dead Rise. Oh, have you seen it yet? Yes. You, 
please. We'll talk about it afterwards. We'll talk about it afterwards. Um, But anyway, the the details that it missed is that there was, I don't know why it says there didn't seem to be a motive because there was a motive. He believed her to have um, stolen a thousand dollars worth of Hershey's chocolate from his, the store that he was at or something like that. Oh my God. Uh, Not true. Uh huh. I mean, obviously he's not in his right mind. He's beating a 74 year old woman. Where did the thousand dollars worth of chocolate go? Like that's <laughs> my know. question. Uh, so he beats this woman, and she did ultimately die from those injuries. I can imagine, yeah. So I don't know why we left those things out, and he was only charged with two counts of aggravated assault. Good yeah. lord. So I, I feel like maybe that can't even be correct because the woman did die. I remember reading that she died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was over. He thought she stole chocolate. <laughs> that That is why he beat a woman to death. And threatened to pass her, like, vigilantes. Uh-huh. And they just watched her die. Oh, man. Well, she, well, didn't, she didn't die, die at there. the scene yet. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well. Oh, oh I was, well, I was going to cover one more just to oh, lighten yeah, it up. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's breaking and decorating. This one I do remember happening in real time. I don't, there's not, a, I promise you I remember this happening. And when okay. I read it, you'll know. Uh, a man high on bath salts. Okay, sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Broke into a house in Ohio and started to decorate. All right. Yep. An 11-year-old boy found the man decorating and playing with his toys uh, <laughs> when he called his mother, who was at the neighbor's house. Ooh. The man reportedly lit candles, hung a wreath on the garage door while watching TV, and he was arrested and charged with burglary. If I remember right, I think he was also naked. Yeah. Um, do you recall this? Yeah, he like hang men. And just, like, turned on the TV. They think it was a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Put the wreath up, lit some candles, and just sat and ate and watched a Christmas movie. And he did, um, I wish I could find the other. This, I I should have picked a different one but because this isn't very detailed. But he did apologize. Like, he, he ended up saying that he was sorry. He apologized to the boys. Like, I didn't mean to scare you. I just wanted to watch <laughs> a movie. Like, he, he didn't know where he was. Yeah. And he specifically said that he was sorry that he scared the boy. He didn't realize what he did. Oh, man. So. Yeah, I do remember that one. Well, uh, you know, nothing says Christmas like a good old-fashioned Western showdown. Well, yes, yes. It says Stagger Lee and the Seasonal Showdown. Lee Shelton was no- a known criminal and pimp who went by the nickname Stagger Lee. Famous now because of the folk song he would inspire... Shelton wasn't a man to be trifled with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as William Billy Lyons would discover to his cost. This murder took place on Christmas night, 1895, in St. Louis, Missouri. With names like this, this has to be a little dated. Yeah. Stagger and Billy were drinking and playing cards together in the Bill Curtis Saloon when, wouldn't you know it, they got into a dispute. A tussle. Lions snatched Stagger's Stetson hat, Stetson hat, and well, you've seen westerns. Stagger <laughs> Lee drew his gun and shot Lions dead, and the rest is history. History and song. Apparently there's a song. <laughs> I would play it for you, but I didn't realize there was a song about Mr. Stagger Lee. That's okay. Maybe we'll <laughs> post it. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> How many more do you have left? One. I thought so. I pl- I planned this out well. I'm gonna do. Uh, do you want to do? Do we want to end on a um, 
let's just keep going the way that it is. I'm going to read you two little two little short ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> unless you want me to end, read yours and we'll end on a good note. How about that? Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Because this is the Santa suit slaughter. Oh, yeah. Let's not end with that. <laughs> let's go. It was Christmas Eve of 2004 in the small city of Covina, just outside of L.A. Parties dominated the neighborhood. 1129 East Knoll Crest Drive had around 25 close friends and family enjoying each other's company. That's a decent party. Mm-hmm. I don't have that many friends. <laughs> Same. At around 1130 p.m., a knock came at the door. Standing on the other side, Santa Claus. Which, yay. I yeah. mean, all right. At least that's what the eight-year-old girl who answered the door thought. Oh, my God. Yeah. Here we go. But it wasn't St. Nick. It was a man named Bruce Jeffrey Pardo, the unstable and violent ex-husband of one of the women at the party. Cool. So we're going to take it out on a whole party. Go on. He was holding a nine millimeter pistol in one hand. Do you want to know what was in the other hand? A grenade. A flamethrower. Oh, I was, it was in the ballpark. Yeah. Off. He had a Further three handguns in his possession. Oh. Cruelly and methodically, he went about shooting everyone in his sight before setting a light to the house. He set the house on fire. Men, sorry, I meant (sighs) women are just too emotional. Nine people would die and three would be badly injured. Pardo left, driving to his brother's house some 30 miles away. He had planned to detonate a series of handmade explosives grenades, and, and then make his escape to Canada. But the fire had caused his Santa suit to melt onto him, causing severe third degree burns. God. And you know, it's probably that scratchy, cheap, like material that just uh-huh. plastic, fused, fused plastic. to him. Yeah. yeah. So instead, Pardo decided to put a bullet in his head. Because he couldn't get the Santa suit off. That's the least you deserve. You. Mm. Mm. We hope we didn't put you off your mince pies too much. Oh, shut up. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Crisis. Yeah. What in the world? Merry Chrysler. God. The end. That was so good. Wow, thank Let you. Let me <laughs> switch it up because that was awful. That Men, was women, you're just hysterical. Stop <sighs> being so crazy. I'm going to cry and, you know, because I'm on the rag and whatever. And- <laughs> Same. Sorry, now we're there. Look what you've done. Oh, I mean, I was just saying that in general, we didn't have to, like, let ourselves be known like that. But it's too late. Now you all know. Merry it's Christmas. grow up. It is a bodily function. Yeah. Like me burping every episode. Are you on your period? Did you take your medicine? Those are my favorite <laughs> two questions I get when I'm in a mood. Well, you know what? By the time you're hearing this episode, it won't even be true anymore. So like, mm. ha ha. <laughs> I was drinking my coffee. <laughs> anyway, I got two shorts. What does Santa have in his sack? Not something nefarious. Oh, I mean, the actual weed. Oh, of yes. course, Of course. <laughs> uh, while most of us dream of a white Christmas, this guy from California was dreaming of a green Christmas. My favorite is that like newscaster introduction. I know. I love doing the final word. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just doing the scoop. Love it. Oh, yeah. He allegedly packed. Why Do they go to school to learn how to say it like yeah, that? Yeah, why do we do that? I don't know. He allegedly packaged and handed out marijuana and napkins to customers in Buffalo in a Buffalo Wild Wings in Monterey. <laughs> that's this is my uh, yeah, newscaster that's my newscaster voice. voice. 
Um, but yeah, he he went to the best place where weed would thrive, and it was a Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh-huh. So uh, he approached customers customers while they were eating and told them Santa had a gift for them. <laughs> uh, when police searched him, they found over two pounds of prepackaged marijuana. He was arrested for furnishing marijuana. Okay, was the title of that. All right. Uh, and then lastly, we have. Baby Jeep, what? Baby Jeebus. Baby Jeebus. <laughs> There's a reason why I said it like that. It's Baby Jesus GPS. Oh, okay. There it is. Next time you think about stealing that Baby Jesus from the local church because it's crossed every single one of your minds and I know it, mm-hmm. uh, think again because it could be implanted with a GPS device. It's got an air tag on it. <laughs> oh, yes. A woman was arrested in Florida on theft of the baby Jesus after GPS tracked it down. (laughs) This is supposedly a fairly common crime during the season, and a number of churches have started to use GPS and camera systems to deter local thieves. (laughs) What's funny about that is John and I watched one of those cheesy Hallmark-style Christmas movies last night. I haven't seen... I've never watched a Hallmark movie. The closest we got was we watched um, Happiest Season... Uh-huh. It, but I think it's like poking fun at Hallmark movies because oh, it's okay. uh, it's got Kristen Stewart, oh. uh, Aubrey Plaza. Oh. Um, oh, what is her face? The mom, She plays the mom in Step Brothers. Is, there, is this like a lesbian couple? It sure Okay, is. yeah. It's I've so heard of good. It. Yeah. There's so many beans. So many gays. Uh, Dan Levy is in it. Oh, yeah. It's just, it was pretty good. And you could tell it was like set up like a Hallmark movie, but it was joking the one we watched i cannot think of her name it's like leighton Kristen leighton or something i don't know anyway sounds right and the other you know i'm not gonna try his name either so it's uh it's called xmas but e-x-m-a-s and so it already sounds dumb they were engaged they broke it off she's still really good friends with his family He's like, oh, I can't come over for Christmas. I'm working in LA. And they live in um, Missouri or Mm -hmm. Montana or something. Montana. And so they invite her for Christmas because they still like the ex-fiance. And he surprises the family and shows up anyway. And he's like, what is she doing here? And then they end up, spoilers, falling back in love. because it's stupid. It's so dumb. It was kind of cute. It was kind of... But I I bring that up because in the movie, the baby Jesus gets stolen three times. (laughs) They steal it once and they're going to get a new one the week before Christmas and all the nativities are sold out. But they had some makeshift baby Jesus. So they bought dinosaur Jesus, rubber ducky Jesus, and then I don't remember the other one, but they kept getting stolen. And they're like, not again. Oh my so gosh. It's like this side story. Yeah, it was funny. Well, so go watch the Xmas if you're straight and happiest season if you're not or questioning. Uh-huh. Um and that's what we got for this episode. Merry uh, Christmas. I love the holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah, yeah, I, just happy holidays in general, not I know. You can say I don't I literally never, don't give two tits what no, you say. It will never make sense to me why people get upset if I were to say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas because guess what? There are Jewish people walking around. There are atheist people walking around. There are people there are so many holidays happening right now that aren't Christmas. Right. And like it bold of me to assume that you celebrate Christmas just like you wouldn't. I, I don't know. Just that's a safe, non-assumption thing. It's mindful. Yeah, it's God forbid. All encompassing. Happy holidays. 
people are selfish, bro. Right. Shoo. Well, I'll be honest. I uh, gotta pee. So, <laughs> I think we're gonna wrap it up like a Christmas present. And oh, man. <laughs> and then next week will be, I guess, our uh, probably our uh, New Year's episode. <laughs> I don't. My gosh. Where is a calendar? I don't know. We are like we got we, Thursday. No, we have one more. One more after this. The no. 28th. And that would be our New Year. Well, it would be going into the New Year. It's yes, going to be our yeah. last episode of the year. So yay. Claps all around. And I guess that's going to be Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Or it probably will be Oregon. I don't know if we're going to do anything like fancy for the end of the year, but. I don't know. We'll see. Is it a fifth Thursday? It's not. So uh, mm. yeah, whatever. We'll see what we give you. Okay. I, that, that That's all we got. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. I'm going to go turn the heat back on because it is in fact winter and I'm cold. Yeah. And my kid is... <laughs> I don't know how Maddie's handling She's quiet now. I don't know. I know. I'm scared. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Maddie. We'll We'll go find out. See you next week. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash or so they say pod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.